Welcome back to another episode of the Jack's Anatomy podcast. Um, this weekend, or this weekend, this week, I'm going to talk about my weekend. Um, and we're going to really get into meditation and mindfulness. So I, what, last week, two weeks ago? I'm not sure. I found um, someone on my Instagram page was offering, she uh, practices and teaches um, Qigong. I'm not sure if I say that right. But um, she, I really like her and I really like her. She like just has these little poses and stuff that you can do for everyday practice just to kind of like move energy through your body and they're really helpful sometimes when I get overwhelmed at work and stuff I just like go in the bathroom and I just do the poses that she teaches um anyway and she is offering a silent like seven day meditation retreat in Mexico in like March I believe and I don't know you know I've known about meditation retreats obviously for a really long time now and I always have thought that's not for me. I can't do that. That's too much. But just, I don't know. When I saw her post, I was like, oh my God, I want to do that. That sounds like something I really feel like, uh, I feel called to do that right now. But just the timing of it and the money of it and just, I don't know, it's not, doesn't seem to really work out or at least not yet. I'm not sure. Not holding, not fully saying no to that. But as of right now, it doesn't really seem to be aligned for me. Um, but I was like, you know what? It's okay if there's other retreats you can do. There's other things like, you know, there's a literal abundant infinite universe. Like something will find its way to you. And then just like two days later, I got an email and from um, the Waking Up app, which is a meditation app that I've had now for a couple years. Um, Sam Harris runs it. I don't know if anybody uses that app. I highly recommend it for meditation. I know there's a bunch of them like Headspace and Calm. I really like waking up because it's not just meditation. It's also like he has so many great teachers on there. There's conversations. There's Q&As. There's like lessons. There's just talks. I really, you know, I've gotten like away from that app, but I, I just go through phases where I really use it a lot. Anyway, I got an email from them and he was like, hey, we're doing a live um, virtual retreat, virtual meditation retreat. And I was like, okay. Thank you, universe, literally just giving me exactly what I needed. I said I wanted a silent meditation retreat, and here's one where I don't have to pay any money and I don't have to go anywhere. Um, I mean, it's not the same, obviously, but you can still, you know, get the same kind of effects. The whole point of it is that you don't really have to go anywhere to do anything. You can just be mindful and be present right now wherever you are. And anyway, so that was this past Saturday. It was on the app. It was basically just like you know, you kind of set your own space, you go over you want. I was going to go to the park, but then I was like, ugh, I don't really want to, I don't know. I just felt, I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to go in my backyard. And, um, you know, I told my boyfriend like, Hey, I'm doing this thing. I'm doing a silent retreat. Like, please don't talk to me. Please pretend I'm just not here. And I did, I did it for the whole, I was like, I don't know, I think 30 minutes late into it, but I did the whole rest of it. Um, so, and yeah, it was like, you know, I thought it was going to be just me sitting in silence for six hours and I was like, oh God, that's going to be horrible, but it's not. I think they know that. Well, I don't know how, you know, retreats in person go, but you know, there was guided meditations and then there was like, it would go from that to like a talk where it was like a lecture from a teacher that Sam has and um and then like a talk from Sam and then back to more guided meditations and then it ended with a live Q&A and 
it was surprisingly not as hard as I thought it would be. I really thought it would be, I don't know if anyone who's listening has tried meditation. Um, initially, I mean, I've been doing it off and on now for years. Um, I think the biggest lesson I learned is just consistency. Like I, um, what? I think my ego is like, oh, hey, you know how to meditate. You've learned how to meditate. And I've had really profound like meditation sessions with myself. So I think that I'm like, oh, I don't have to do it every day. I don't really know what my ego does. But this was a really good um, insight actually into my brain this weekend, this six hours. Um, and yeah, it was like I said, it was surprisingly easier than I thought. I did get a little antsy at like, I want to say two and a half hour, three hour mark. I was kind of like, okay, I'm sick of this and I want to do something else. I like really felt the urge to pull out or I mean I was on my phone but I wasn't on my phone like I turned all my notifications off and I didn't actually like use my phone at all so I was like oh I want to check Instagram or I want to check this game or just I don't know anything like your brain's just like nah I need stimulation um (laughs) but I just kind of watched that come up within me and just kind of observed it and I was like nope nope you said you you're setting this time apart or for yourself to just chill out and not do anything and I didn't do anything and then actually at hour like four I kind of got really sleepy I kind of got into this very like calm honestly almost felt like high like just very relaxed I my body was so relaxed I was just so relaxed that's the best way to phrase it and I wanted to take a nap but I didn't because I was like again I don't want to just sleep I want to like be aware for this whole process and it's like that's the key so a lot of times with meditation what happens is if you lay down to meditate that's why they usually recommend that you sit up um you will fall asleep because your body's just like oh finally um she fucking shut that brain off um (laughs) and that happens to me so I usually do try and sit up but sometimes you know if you want to if you get sleepy and you need to take a nap like you just need to take a nap like that's very fair um But anyway, yeah, at hour like four or five, I got really sleepy and I did kind of, I was sitting up still, but I was like, you know what, just roll with this, whatever's happening. And I didn't fall asleep, but I like wasn't awake. I was just kind of in this like weird, that phase of whatever it feels like to be like right before you fall asleep. I don't know, but I was still listening to the guide. So I was like receiving those messages, but not really consciously. I don't know. It was pretty cool. Um... Anyway, it was a nice reset. It was a very humbling experience, honestly. Um, I feel like my brain got washed, if that makes sense. Like, it just kind of got cleared out of all the bullshit that I've been carrying around and dealing with. Like, oh my god. Um, I really think that it's funny because, god, your ego and your brain is just so tricky. It really is. and. I, you know, I've really gone into this deep dive of like spirituality and shadow work and discovering myself and all of this stuff. And I feel that whatever I'm searching for, whatever I'm doing with this spirituality, this spiritual journey, this um, shadow work, this integration, embodiment, all of this stuff is really just, I'm seeking fucking peace and 
relaxation and just being present. And that's honestly what it always comes down to is just being present in the moment. Like Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle, so simple. That's like the first book I ever read that really launched me onto the spiritual journey. Um, And if you're not careful, you can get kind of lost in these little rabbit holes of spirituality and of fixing yourself and they can feel like you're what am I trying to say like you're you're doing all this work and you're doing all this action and in and you feel that you're more enlightened because you're doing spiritual action that's what I'm getting at you feel like oh I'm enlightened and because I'm doing this spiritual work I am now a more spiritual person and I'm more enlightened and I'm doing this but that's just a way that your brain is still tricking you into a sense of separation into a sense of I'm better than other people and it just feels more justified I think because you're it's in the name of being spiritual and being more loving and whatever you want to call it but it's literally still the same bullshit okay it is still coming from a place of duality from a place of mind from creating a sense of separation from other people from a place of I am right and honest and meditation really is about it's not about not thinking it's about observing your thoughts as a kind of I don't want to say third party but as the like Sam always says look for the thinker look for who's thinking and he's trying to point at the fact that you don't actually exist like the self that you think that you are like I am Jacqueline Hale I am a woman I am 30 all of those things are just concepts those are just labels those are just a story that I've told myself over and over again for years now and the past is just a memory that only exists in your brain it doesn't actually exist at all um and these things I don't know for some people they're that's scary to hear about because people are so attached to their stories to their identities to their things And that's what it is. It's the process of waking up and realizing that that isn't you. You are the person or the energy, the consciousness who is observing and aware of all of these things. And mindfulness and meditation is a way to reconnect with that source energy and that awareness and to kind of exist and recognize yourself as your as that source awareness and like that's what is your you know people call it your higher self or consciousness or whatever but it's it's the awareness it's whoever or whatever is listening to all of the rambling crazy thoughts that happen all day every day in your head and it's mindfulness and meditation is really about learning to not it's not a not identify with those thoughts not go off on those like um to just not go I don't know a lot of people talk about thoughts as um being like cars on a highway 
and they just come and come and they're just passing through and passing through and a lot of people like a thought goes by and it's like okay let's say it's a car and you get in the car and then you go with that car that's like going with the thought and identifying with the thought and that's what ego is is just being like oh yeah this is me i am this car this is my story we're on this path we're on this journey this is the past this is the future like what's behind me what's in front of me never focusing on what's going on right now in this exact present moment which is all that there ever is and it's the ability or true um enlightenment or whatever peace whatever you want to call it is the ability to just stand on the side of the road and observe the cars and watch them go by and not identify with them, not get in the car. You don't have to be, you don't have to go with every fucking thought that comes through your head. And yeah, so this weekend was just a very nice pause. And it was a nice, it was a really humbling, you know, realization of how much I thought (laughs) how much my ego is still just running the show it's in the driver's seat and I'm just being tugged along along for every fucking whim and turn and whatever it feels like doing and I'm not just observing I am just yeah I've been very the more spiritual work you do the more shadow integration the more of all these things that you do your ego is going to feel threatened and like freak out and pull harder on you to keep it going. And it's not about getting rid of your ego. It never is because that's a whole different issue that people fall into. It's like I said, it's literally just about observing it, watching it, being like, oh yeah, okay, that's happening. But I don't have to, you know, go, I don't have to follow that train of thought, which leads to these emotions, which leads to these actions. I can just watch it go and then watch it pass. And I took a bunch of notes that I learned from or just things that really stood out to me from all the meditations and like stuff that I received just from being fucking quiet for once and not doing anything. Um and that's another thing is like the way our society is set up, we're just constantly overstimulated like just noise and sound and notifications and emails and texts and just everything all the time, all the time and there's never moments of stillness and quietness and it's so hard to we're not supposed to be stimulated this much like our brains are just over flooded with information all the time and your brain is just a giant computer that is made to solve problems and if your brain doesn't have any quote-unquote problems to solve it will create problems and I really saw how my brain does this to me all the time right now. Like, it's what, that's what drives, uh, like, consumerism and just, cap. I just, uh, I don't know, so many, so many things, I don't know, so many of these notes are just kind of, like, chaotic. Um, I feel like I honestly do better on these podcasts when I don't have notes, because if I try and, like, read the notes, it just kind of doesn't make sense. But yeah that was a really big highlight for me um is once I was quiet for like 30 minutes I was like oh my god literally all my problems are just made up and not real 
and not I mean not to say they're not real but like they're just not bullshit that my brain is just like they're just fucking made up honestly they're just they don't even matter um and you just I'm worried about them and I ruminate them and I want to fix this and I want to fix this and I want to fix myself and it's like just fucking stop dude like you're already good you're fine just how you are um Another important message that I got, which I find myself doing all the time, and I think a lot, a lot of people do this, is this concept of like rushing and like operating from this mindset that there's not enough time and that I have to rush and I have to get to the next thing. And this really, this can mean a lot of different things. It can mean rushing when you do things or rushing in life or feeling like you're not there yet. Um, it kind of goes into all of those things, but a, a nice way that um, they worded it in the app was like toppling forward, like always being in a kind of a sense of anticipation. You're never fully appreciating where you are right now. You're always looking for the next moment. Like you're like, oh, I need to eat this food real quick so that I can then go do this. Like I do that at work all the time. I'm like, oh, I have to eat really quick so that I can rush through my meal so then I can relax and enjoy my time of break and it's like that is not the right approach like I'm rushing through part of my break to get to the other part of my break like what no and that's just like a little daily example but people do this with like their whole lives like you're like oh I need to get to this point I need to get married I need to have kids and like once I have this then that then once I have this then that but life I mean this is so again we always I feel like I always bring up these old cliches but like life is not the destination it is the journey like your life is not these big huge moments it's not your wedding day it's not the day you have kids your life is mostly mundane bullshit and so if you are constantly rushing through the mundane bullshit then you are rushing through your whole life and it's like why you have to find a way to appreciate what is happening right now even if what's happening right now is that you're folding laundry or you're walking your dog or you're cleaning the fucking cat box I don't know like you it's just if you are constantly in this state of just waiting to get to the next step waiting to get to the next step it's just gonna put you in this constant place of waiting and like what are you waiting for it's only ever right now this is all you ever have is this current moment and each step on the journey on the path to whatever you're trying to do is worthy of your attention like each step even the shitty parts, even the good parts, all the steps are worthy of your attention. And when you can really pay attention to what you're doing in this specific moment, you'll be able to appreciate everything so much more. And you won't be on that never-ending search hamster wheel of when I get blah, then I'll be happy, then I'll be fulfilled, then I'll be relaxed, then I'll be peaceful, whatever. Right? So. And I fall into this all the time. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to rush creating my business. I'm trying to rush doing this, doing that. But like creating a business is a huge thing. And I don't know what I'm doing. And it has been so fun to just build a website and just be creative and mess around with it. And I, 
it's just been this like really beautiful creative outlet for me. But sometimes I get frustrated with myself because I'm like, oh, you don't already have like 500 clients and you're not already like a millionaire and you're just blah, blah, blah. But it's like, what? You will get there, girl. Just relax. Like, enjoy the process because these little beginner steps, baby steps, whatever you want to call them, these are all part of the experience. These are all things that I need to learn to get to that stage that I want to eventually get to. Like this part of the journey is just as worthy of my attention as when I have this crazy big successful business that I'm going to have. Um, another really important important point that was made that I uh, wanted to talk about was be mindful of arising and passing away of anything and everything because everything does arise and pass away like whatever has the nature to arise will also pass away and that can be people things emotions feelings thoughts anything whatever you know comes goes so take comfort in that like if something is really shitty it's like you know what it's gonna go away but then also you know if things are really great you can't get too attached to them because they are gonna go away so life has a natural flow and again whatever is coming up is gonna go so you just gotta appreciate whatever's going on right now even if it's bad even if it's good either way it will change this also ties into what as long as you are attached to the pleasant in life or like only the good in life then true liberation is not going to be possible for you because again whatever arises also um passes away so anything pleasant will also go away so if you have this set this condition this point of operating where you're like i can only be happy when things are good and you're so attached to things being pleasant then you're going to like resist all of these negative things and resist uncomfort and resist um unpleasantness and that will first of all it's going to attract that to you because whatever you resist you like reverse attract that to you because your your subconscious mind doesn't understand like no so it just is like if you say like I don't want blah your subconscious mind doesn't understand don't it just says it just hears like I want this so it's like okay here you get more of that um but again if you put conditions on your happiness on your peace on your whatever then of like oh I can only you know if you really hold on like oh I can only be happy when I have you know, pleasant experiences and I have all these attachments to them, then, you know, that's just, that's not going to work. That's a recipe for disaster. So finding ways to, I don't want to, yeah, finding small ways to like welcome unpleasantness and because then it can, then it'll be less scary when it happens. Like, if you are just so attached to things always being pleasant and you're like, I just can't deal with anything being bad, then if something bad does happen, you're going to be so like just unprepared and just completely not able to handle that. But if you welcome or openly 
experience situations where you're a little bit uncomfortable or a little bit un I won't say unhappy, but just like just putting a little bit of what am I trying to say? Like, okay, what's a good example is like cold showers or some shit. Like that's not pleasant. I know that they're good for you, but they're a little bit shitty. But if you can give yourself like 20 seconds of a cold shower every day, then you're like, you know what? I handled 20 seconds of unpleasantness. You know what? I could probably handle more in case whatever, if anything happens in life. And it just kind of makes it less scary. It just makes it less like it, uh, it decreases the power and obsession that your brain is going to have with only having good experiences if you can willingly and openly have bad experiences. Another thing that came up that was really important was everything that you experience, all the thoughts that you have, they're all conditioned programs, mostly that you've been taught from your parents, from society, your friends, your family, etc. And a lot of them, most of them are not yours. Like, they were all taught to you. Think about it. When a baby's born, complete blank slate, complete just pure energy, no conditioning, no no shadows, no bullshit, no fears, just happy, pure energy. And then as kids grow up, you know, they're taught and conditioned and, you know, you learn if I do this, then I get this reaction from people. If I do this, then I get that reaction from people. So I'm going to not do this and I'm going to do that more and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if it's comforting or scary for people to hear, but, you know, your thoughts really aren't yours. And so (laughs) you don't have to keep them. You don't have to listen to them. You don't have to, like, who taught you to, that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy enough? Who taught you to resist joy in your life? Who taught you that you can only have things if you work hard? Who like you're already enough before you do the work. You're already, you're good enough just as you are. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to, it's not once you get this degree, it's not once you get married, it's not this, it's not that. Like just as a person who's alive and who's a human being, you're already perfectly good enough. And this isn't to say that you can't work on yourself, you can't improve, you can't strive for things. But when you are making it that you can only feel free, feel happy, feel this if I work hard enough for it, if I get this achievement. Like, do you see the problem in that? Um, like, you don't have to accept all these thoughts that come up all the time. Like, what would you believe about yourself if you, if you rejected these thoughts or if you were just kind of like, eh, you know what? I've been down, I've been in that car on that road with that thought. I'm not going to get on it today. I'm just going to let that one go by. Overall, the biggest lesson I learned from this whole weekend is just the importance of really, you know, taking a pause, finding a way to, for me personally, have a daily meditation practice it can literally be five minutes like you guys it doesn't have to be you know you sit for an hour every day and meditate like no one's got that kind of time or maybe people do and eventually you know like I would like to but right now I don't um five ten minutes a day and just to pause just pause the constant like 
ongoing chatter in my head of, oh my God, I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to fix this and blah, 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 blah. Like, oh my God, just stop. Um, a good way to, yeah, if you've never meditated before, I really do recommend the Waking Up app. Sam is really good about teaching you how to meditate and really I mean, I don't know if I got it or if I was able to really point at it for you but really helping you to see like the illusion of yourself like he's really good about that and um if you don't want to use that um another good way is to just or like to be more present is to just go in nature honestly like I always find myself much more present in nature and you know just look at the grass look at the trees look at the leaves and don't label them and be like oh this is beautiful like just really look at it and just something about you know just the intrinsic beauty of nature it just really kind of like draws you into the present and draws you out of yourself where you just kind of are like in awe of how these things just exist in their perfect beautifulness and they like the trees know when to lose their leaves and just everything about nature any the beach anything you want it just that's also a really good way to just be more present and just um you know help you ground yourself ground your energy um I find that really helpful I'm really grateful that I have my dog and we go to the park every day every morning and that's like how I start my morning is just in the park with her and it's been so helpful for me but yeah and then also just pay attention to ways that your brain likes to create separation or create a sense of I'm better than them and it's it's very well I don't know but it can be very subtle and it can be very tricky so just pay attention to that that's all And really just, you know, look for who's thinking. Look for them. And if you can't find them, then you're you're doing great, honestly. Yeah. Um, This was a little bit of a different episode. I feel like I don't really like to talk about meditation with people, which is weird. Um, I think I have some kind of, like, witch wound or something from a past life. Like, I don't know why... It is so hard for me to share my spirituality and meditation and like all of this kind of stuff with people because this is honestly what I'm like the most obsessed with and what I'm the most like excited about and passionate about. And yet I'm so, I don't want to say ashamed of it, but I am a little bit like I'm afraid people are going to judge me like people I know. Obviously, (laughs) here I am recording this for like everyone and anyone to listen to, but yet I don't like tell my friends about this or my family and it's not that I hide it I just don't share it openly like if anyone brings it up I'm happy to talk about it but I'm not like I don't volunteer this info um about myself anyway interpret that as you will um but yeah just any kind of daily meditation is just so beneficial and for your mental health, for your physical health, for everything. And I think I really kind of forgot that. But like I said, you I've feel like I've gotten really lost, not lost, but I've really gotten obsessed with just 
I don't know, fixing myself and just becoming more spiritual and all of this stuff, blah, blah, blah. But it, you know, every time I start to feel overwhelmed or whatever, and I just somehow the universe sends me a sign and it's always comes back to just being present and the power of now. That's my favorite book. Um, the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. I've literally read it like, I don't know, I feel like three or four times and every time I get a different profound message from it. So I would highly recommend reading that at least once and then definitely over and over again because it is it's just I love and I love him too like he has teaching or talks on YouTube anytime like I went through a huge phase when I first moved here where I just spent my whole lunch break just watching him talk on YouTube and he's so it's so simple he's always just like you just stop just relax like he, I don't know I just love him and his energy um anyway I thank you all for listening um please rate and review get the waking up app if you are into wanting to learn how to meditate um yeah thank you so much for listening